So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? It's Sathya here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you're having an amazing day. Uh, Super excited to get into today's content about self-compassion. Very, very important subject. Something that I thought I had more of, if I'm being honest. And I've kind of, um, you know, recently just just realized, man, I I got some some growing to do in this area. So I'm going to talk a little bit about what I've been learning, but also what some of the research and some of what scripture says there about um, about really being kind to yourself, I think it's important and necessary for us to not just let go of the sins of the past, but really to step into that greater, more glorious future that God has for us ahead. So we're going to jump into all of that really quickly. If you don't have my copy of The Last Relapse, uh, we actually were giving a, a free physical copy away on Instagram, but if you didn't follow us there, um, you wouldn't have heard about it. But the book is still available for free at thelastrelapsebook.com. Now, that's going to give you a PDF copy. If you want a free physical copy, you got to follow me on Instagram because that's where we do the physical giveaways. Um, Or you can just buy it on Amazon. All the proceeds that we make from that book go to uh, basically funding the gospel or furthering the gospel, rather, in Muslim villages in Africa. And so uh, either way, you're going to support a good cause. But really, this book was written for you. That's what this is about. It's about you figuring out how to get to the roots of your issues so you can experience lasting freedom. And uh, the last relapse, I think, is the best way for you to do that. Okay, I have termed self-compassion as the first domino in recovery. What do I mean by that? I think that recovery is a momentous experience. And you and I know what it's like to be in momentum. When things are progressing, when we're moving forward... Your confidence is increasing. You're seeing things more clearly. You make better decisions. You're more uh, fun to be around. You're more valuable to the people around you because you have so much positive energy and so much enthusiasm and passion. Um, There is nothing like being in momentum. And typically, momentum in one area will spiral into other areas of our life as well and create momentum there. And it is an absolutely wondrous experience. The problem is not stewarding momentum, although that can be a problem, but the problem that 99% of people experience when they want to grow in an area of their life, whether it's recovery, spirituality, finances, relationship, mindset, emotional health, whatever, is getting the momentum going. That's the hardest part. So the first domino is usually the hardest. Once that first domino goes, then it actually is just a matter of time. it's It's like rolling the tiny snowball down the hill, right? The hardest thing is actually to formulate that original snowball and then to, I guess, get to the top of the hill. But once you let it go downhill, like it pretty much takes care of itself. So The reason that self-compassion is that first domino is because it's really hard to 
develop self-compassion when you've had an addiction for 30 years. When you've tried a bunch of systems that seem to work for other people, but they didn't for you. When you promised God that you would not do this again, you, you legitimately thought you repented. And yet here you are back in your own vomit. Right? It, it, it's, tough to have, it's tough to have self-compassion when your wife has told you, if you keep watching this, I'm leaving. And even though you love her to death and you want the marriage to work, for some reason you keep watching it. How do we, how do we be kind to ourselves? How do we forgive ourselves or demonstrate any degree of compassion towards ourselves when these are the things that we've done? See, th- this, is a, this is a tough domino to knock down. Sure, it, it's all smooth sailing once the dominoes are in motion, but how do you actually get this thing going? That's the question. There's, there's a word in, in the Greek that is used throughout the New Testament, especially in the Gospels, to describe Jesus when he performs miracles and signs and wonders amongst, you know, the the general public. And sometimes it was feeding people and multiplying food. Sometimes it was healing bodies and diseases. The circumstances were different, but there's a word there, uh, or there's a phrase, especially, I see it in the New King James, which is the version I, I tend to read the most, which is that Jesus had compassion for them. Having compassion, he you know, he multiplied. It, it, it's, it's something like, you know, Jesus was very tired uh, for he had been traveling. It's not, this is like Sathya's awful translation. Jesus was tired, but he had compassion on them and, and he, he prayed for all of them and every single one were, were healed, all were healed. Something to that effect, okay? He had compassion. So let's think about that context, right? Jesus is tired. So the implication here, Jesus had already done a lot of work. It was a full day. He had every reason to basically say, hey, folks, thanks for coming out. But that's it. You know, that's it. That's all. Um, the Messiah needs to go get some rest. You know, he could have he could have really pulled a couple different cards there and it would have been hard to question him. But no, Jesus had compassion. Jesus had compassion on them. So what does that tell us? Number one, Compassion is sacrificial in nature. Compassion is sacrificial in nature. To have compassion towards another individual or towards ourselves requires sacrifice. What are you willing to sacrifice for the person you love the most? Be it your wife, your kids, maybe it's a colleague, a best friend, a mentor, it's probably more likely a family member. What are you willing to sacrifice? If you knew that their, their well-being was on the line, you would do whatever it took. You'd write the check. You'd pick up the extra job. You'd drive the extra mile. You'd take the extra flight. You would do whatever it takes. So why is it that you're not willing to make those same kind of sacrifices for yourself? This is the question that we have to ask ourselves. And the answer will be similar and different for all of us. For me personally, when I, when I really have compassion for myself, the thing that changes the most is my thought life. I'm so kind to myself. You know, I'm like the, the high standards kind of guy, right? So 
high standards for myself, high expectations, um, kind of wrestle with that nothing's ever good enough sort of thinking trap. And it pushes me to great heights, but but it is often at the expense of my self-compassion, which is maybe a second little embedded rule, which is that if you're not willing to make sacrifices for self-compassion, your self-compassion will, will ultimately be sacrificed. So something, something's got to give here. And for me, I have often sacrificed the kindness towards myself so that I could push myself towards a greater goal or a greater outcome. Now, the reason self-compassion is so important in recovery is because if we cannot be kind towards ourselves, if we cannot be merciful and kind and compassionate, we will live in regret. Regret is looking at your past without compassion. We cannot afford to do that because regret keeps us stuck in the past instead of focused on a more glorious future. So that's the first thing, self-compassion, okay? The second thing, for you, for you to become the person that God has made you to be, do you really think you're going to do that by hating yourself? Pretty unlikely. You and I need to get a glimpse, just, just the slightest glance of how God really sees us and have compassion towards that person. You know, one of the things that I've been um, catching myself with is how often I tell myself, oh, I should be doing this, I should be doing that. Like, I have like the voices in my head of a thousand people who have all these standards and expectations that I'm, I guess, covertly trying to live by. And what it does is it actually robs me of compassion towards myself. Rather than saying, Sathya, you're doing great. I'm so proud of you. You should be so proud of yourself, whatever. Sathya, you're, you're doing great. Man, look at you go. You are, you are doing your absolute best here. That is so awesome, man. You know, rather than cheering myself on and being kind to myself, I'm giving into the voices, the imaginary voices of people who are basically telling me to do better or I should be doing this, I should be doing that. It's, it's my inner critic at full blast. And it's costing me my self-compassion. And it's costing you your self-compassion as well. The enemy would love for you to have no compassion towards yourself. Because not only would it suffocate your own sense of identity and self-worth, but it would do the same for the people around you. Jesus, in Matthew 22, was asked what is the greatest commandment. The, the religious leaders were trying to trap him. And Jesus, in his infinite wisdom, responded that you are to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and soul, uh, heart, soul, mind, and strength. And that the second greatest commandment is like it. You are to love your neighbor as you love yourself. What? So we hear that and we're like, okay, love God, number one, love others, number two. No. Love God, number one, if you love God well, Number two, you will love yourself. And number two, if you love yourself, then you will, number three, love others well. Love God and love others as you love yourself. So biblically speaking, our mandate is to grow in love towards God. Because we are made in his image, as we love God more, we love ourselves more, we discover ourselves more. And as we discover ourselves more, 
we love others better because we see others ultimately through the lenses that we view ourselves with. So, so this, this, my friends, this is where it all starts and where it all ends, self-compassion. Now, just imagine what happens when you can look at your sins of the past through a lens of compassion. Oh, man, Sathya, you were learning. You were growing. Those are some difficult seasons. You made it through, man. I'm proud of you. Imagine what it looks like when you look at a recent relapse. Well, that was tough, Sathya. It's not what you wanted to do. But you know what? You just learned from it. That, was, that discovery you made is really cool. That's really going to help you in the future. Right? That self-compassion. Well, you know, Sathya, you're not free yet. You know, I know you thought it would happen by now. But look at how far you've come. You're doing such a great job. And if you keep doing what you're doing, you will get free. Maybe a different time scale, but it's going to happen, man. Right? That, that self-compassion starts to really propel us into some different ways of thinking and looking at it. And now we're not shaming ourselves into some sort of behavioral modification. We're loving ourselves into transformation, becoming the people that God has made us to be. And it's in this place where momentum begins. When you can start to exhibit self-compassion towards yourself, you only have one job. Keep doing more of it. Because as long as you get the momentum going, eventually that thing just takes off like a rocket ship. But you have to do the hard work on the front end. And if you're willing to do it, I promise you, you will get the results. It's just a matter of time. So that's everything for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate you guys taking some time out of your day to be here with us. Uh, Look, tune in next week. We're going to get into some really exciting stuff here. Um, More about recovery, more about manhood. And we got some phenomenal guests the next couple weeks too. My goodness, it is going to be so good. I can't wait to see you guys then. Um, Until then, uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Sathya Me Sam. That's where I'm at. The book is called The Last Relapse. And you've been listening to our show, Unleash the Man Within. Have an amazing day, guys. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast, and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.